Welcome to episode 115 of the MX Vice Show. I'm James Burfield, your host. And today we have a special guest, an upcoming MXGP rider, alongside my ever-present host. Today's show is brought to you by Parts Europe. Parts Europe distributes spare parts, accessories, and rider equipment for all motorbike segments in Europe. We support the sport is fortified through Four and Moose House Brands and their support of the world elite MX riders like Calvin Vlanderen, Jorge Prado, Lagenfelder, Guadagini, Jonas Bogers, and nine times world champ and four ambassador, Tony Caroli. Your Parts Europe dealers access to all the big brands from the, your, for your motocross and enduro bike. Necken, Pro Circuit, FMF, ODI, Cycra, Renful, Recluse, and many, many more are in stock and ready to be shipped. Check out their website at partseurope.eu or contact your local Parts Europe dealer. With a dealer network of over 10,000 shops, we're sure... There is one close to you. So, Ed Stratman, uh, how are you? All the way from Australia? All good? Yeah, life's good, mate. Can't complain. Weather's good. Motocross is good. So everything's good on MX Vice. And we're um, we're looking forward to having a chat to our special guest, which you'll introduce uh, right about now. Yeah. Um, welcome, Mattia. Uh, it's great to have you on board. Um, sorry about the uh, the little complications beforehand, but here we are. Yeah, hi everybody. Finally, I think we can, now we can make it. So yeah, we just fixed some connection problem, but now now it's good. So hope it will stay like this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how is preseason going for you, buddy? Because uh, we've seen that you've been a bit active on the bike, and obviously that new Scott goggles deal with the new mini as well. Did you get the mini thrown in, or with the goggles, or is that what yours are already? Uh, no, yeah, everything's going really good. Uh, I'm pretty happy now. Uh, we're doing the, the right work to, to, to be ready for, for the start of the season. Of course, uh, yeah, season is long, so we are not yet on 100%, but uh, we are working on it. So we, we're still training hard and I uh, can't wait to, to be ready for, for the first race of the season. So um, everybody's seen the, uh, the, the announcement with Scott. And um, we're loving the, the 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 mini, the British mini. <laughs> so um, so is that yours, or did you get that as part of the Scott deal? No, no, it's mine. I, I bought it uh, last summer. Uh, so yeah, it's like my first car that I buy with my money. So it's really special to me. Uh, I had so many problems every time I use it, but yeah, I really love her, and uh, I try like to. I'm trying to to fix a little bit something and make just make it work, and then maybe make it looking better. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's really special to me. Uh, it's so so nice, and uh, yeah, of course, Scott. When uh, when we talk about making the the video for for the new deal, uh, they they wanted the car. In, in the video so so yeah we made it uh working and uh, i think it was really really nice so you know that uh what's going to happen is every time i come to mxgp am i going to have to bring over a new mini part for you <laughs> yeah sounds good <laughs> are we gonna are we literally gonna be swapping um uh podcasts for um, mini parts so okay. um okay here, here's a new okay. here's a new carburetor for your mini um, uh, if you could just do a podcast of us, that'd be great. 
So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to do so, a many episode now. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, it's really cool. Um, you know, for me, I, I love when a rider understands that it's not just riding as results. And I think you're one of the leading riders out there that has that commercial viability and is very much in tune with the American riders where you understand that it's not just about results on bikes. It's way more than that. Social media, you've been into videos for the last sort of four years. I know you spoke to Sean at MX Vice a lot with um, learning videos and how to do things. And with Astro Club as well now with the merch. Is, is this something that you've been influenced by from America or is this just something which you've always been interested in? Yeah, I really like, as you say, motocross is not not just about racing and uh, and take home the the result after the weekend. So I, I think it's just all, all like the lifestyle, and uh, I I like a lot also to to be involved in more things than just go there and ride my bike. And uh, it's like a full package, and uh, I, I like a lot also to do different stuff to to learn something about the video, to to have my my own merchandising uh, so yeah all together I'm I'm really like enjoying everything and uh, uh, also to to, to to not just think about the, the racing and also have some o- other interests that is helping me to, to not be too much focus on, uh, on on just racing and uh, try to, to have fun also and I think it's the best thing uh, for me personally but also for, for all the fans out there that uh, of course, they they want to see uh, how the they just they don't want just to see the, the 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 race or the training, but they want to be involved on the on the life of the riders. So of course, I'm trying also with the YouTube series, the behind with Astro Club, and I'm, I'm trying to 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 involve more the the fans and uh, our friends, our partner also to my my life that is not just bike just training just racing but it's all together and uh, it's really nice to 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 be able to do that of course with my friends uh, with Astro Club we're doing also some good project this year so I'm really I'm really excited also for this part not just uh, of course I'm I'm ready for the season but not just about the racing and uh, that's my main focus of course but uh, it's all together really nice to 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 be in uh, more than just go there and ride my bike. Nice, no, super cool. Um interestingly, I was in uh I was in Paris Supercross and um your name came up with Roger Larson from Seven and um you know he's he, you know we were talking about it for 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 quite a quite a while and the fact that you're making waves over in America with um you know Roger and James on the Bubba's World po- podcast they they really like what you're doing. Like Roger is saying like you you get it. Like you're, and and I think when you think of Roger, who's over there at seven running athletes in, in got a real good head on his shoulders with marketing and, and been working with James for a long time. And he's saying great things about you and what you're doing. So, um, you know, keep it up, buddy, because 
uh, people were recognizing what you're doing from all over the world and and very much within the industry. Yeah, I really appreciate because yeah, I, I always been a big fan of James and, uh, and Seven and everything. So uh, yeah, after the nation in Redbud, uh, we all the Astro Club team and my parents we we went to California for one week and we went there to the Seven uh, uh, to the, the Seven place and uh, we met Roger. So we were we were there like just to to see uh, how it was there but we ended we ended up like speaking about all this stuff video and james and uh, the podcast for for hours so it was really really nice to to just talk about about this stuff and and see that it was like appreciate from from all the people also so uh, it was really really nice and I, i'm i'm really happy that you also talk about it so i think like people start to 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 understand what we are doing also like the fans the, the normal people and they probably never see this before like like yes they saw something but not like this so uh, like some people still don't understand this but and they don't like but uh, for me it's really nice uh, for me but also for the people so uh, i really appreciate that people start to to understand uh, what we're gonna what we try to do and uh, and of course i'm really appreciated yeah obviously uh, when when um sorry mate when when we spoke a month or so ago you were saying that sometimes the pressure of motocross it's it's a lot especially for a young man like yourself and having those outside interests and the vlogs and the astro club and the merch you actually perform better when you're happy doing those other things so it's like a perfect marriage to get the best out of yourself while keeping you happy is you obviously find that yeah, sure. This, uh, as I say, I, I don't want to be too too focused on just racing because otherwise, after some time, it just start to be a little bit heavy for me, like tough to to be focused all the time. And of course, I, I think still that that fun is the key. And of course, when uh, when I'm having fun, everything come easier. And I'm enjoying. I'm riding better. I'm motivated to go training, to go out racing. So I think it's not just just losing time with the, all the stuff but it's like better for also for 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 them the motocross uh, side it's like all together when everything's working when i'm happy when i am having fun it's all working better than uh, it's everything coming easier so yes for sure one of the things i wanted to chat to you about was uh, a lot of people probably don't know this um or if they they might have known then uh, it might have got washed over but we've obviously been talking over the over the years in in kind of uh just because you're very good with media so i gravitate to people who who, who are sort of good at media and we sort of have a chat and we were at redbud and we were in the skybox and uh <laughs> i don't know i don't know what rider it was but you know i you know there's me. I'm I'm just your average Joe, your average rider. You know, people shouldn't be taking advice off me. But I thought it'd be a great idea to show you a line, which was if you get if you get literally on the outside of the start at the Mercross Nations, it'd be a bloody good idea to hit the outside um, full gas, and um, you're going to overtake everybody. But your face changed. Instead of just laughing with me, you actually said, "I'll try it." And I don't know if you remember the fear what came over my face. <laughs> I will try it because this become quite real because whether you were playing me or what, but it, your face changed. And I was like, oh shit, he's actually serious. He's going to do it. And you kind of just walked off laughing. And I'm like, oh, 
if this goes wrong, Italy's going to hate me. I'm going to have the, <laughs> the Italian motocross, um, you know, literally after me at every GP. So um, I, I just didn't think anything of it. Then I watched a race. You took that line. <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing. Please tell everybody who's listening what happened. Got James. Yeah. <laughs> James. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think nobody knows it. Uh, that at the at the moment is better like this for for you. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, but really, uh, I think it was like Saturday at the first qualifying race. I was there at the skybox uh, just to, to check the uh, the the, MA, the MXGP qualifying race and um, yeah I was just there watching and yeah, we met and you say I would not be so so bad to go like full gas around the outside and I say like oh I, I just think about that like few minutes ago because I went there and I saw the the line was really good actually and uh, I say yeah it's, it's, it's serious it's not it's not like so bad the, the idea I had also few minutes ago so I say yeah maybe it's, it can be it can work and uh, yeah then Saturday qualifying race was the start was good I was on the ice on the main side so didn't even think about that but yeah of course uh, for for Sunday I was uh, starting from the 27 gate I think and um, I said uh, that maybe can be an option also because it was muddy so uh, nobody knows what what can happen on the first corner so uh, I, I just take the idea and I say uh, why not and uh, race one I had really good start so I tried to, to cut to the inside and it went out like with the old shot with a perfect first turn so yeah didn't need to, to go outside it was it was good like this but uh, yeah yeah, second moto we we were like all 450 because it was open and uh, mxgp so it was not that easy to 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 try to cut to the inside for the first corner and uh, i just start when i was uh, outside of the gate i tried to look to the inside there was so many people and i say ah it's not working to go on the inside i'm i'm not going to have a good start so i say why, why not like uh, i tried to go full gas on the outside <laughs> and then it was not it was not a bad idea actually and the problem it was just that all the mud from the inside they were putting on the outside so it was so soft there i went almost without breaking i went full gas in just yeah just the problem was that it was so soft and uh, the front wheel went off so yeah it, it ended up with a crash and uh, i had to start from last so well in the end it didn't work but but it could be could be a good one yeah <laughs> So um, just to remind you, I'm at every GP this year. So if you need any lines, just give me a shout. <laughs> it's better if I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to watch the, the start in the skybox anymore. No, no. <laughs> sure. don't, don't worry, I will find you. <laughs> but, um, some crazy idea just before the start. Yeah, yeah you can go there. I got, I got you, yeah. If you see, if you see me with a camera, run. Um, so... Uh, 
obviously the last two years you represented Italy and that must, you know, be so, so good. The feeling of going out and representing your country. Yes, of course. Uh, I've been always dreaming about it because, uh, yeah, I grew up watching motocross, watching the nation, watching Tony, and uh, of course Team Italy uh, had the, the chance to to fight for the for the nation a few times, but never. Uh, they never made it, so uh, to me, just to to be able to represent the, the my country, Team Italy, and uh, try to give my best was was a dream for me. And uh, of course, yeah, 2021 in Mantua, I've been selected for for the good result I was uh, doing in the MX2 class. So yeah, I was really motivated for that race. Uh, we had a really strong team uh, with two good friends, Tony and uh, Alessandro Lupino. We were training all the all the year together in uh, in the local track here because uh, yeah, Tony, we were teammates, and also Lupino was. Uh, uh, at Marchetti, the team, so it was really close to here, and uh, still, still now, uh, today we were training together. So uh, we we were we are really good friends, and it was like something special for for the team to be such good friends. And uh, and then yeah, I just uh, we just went there, tried to to give our best, and uh, uh, we we knew that team was really strong. And uh, it was good chance for us to to fight for the win. And uh, but of course the the nation is a really is is a strange race. It's not so so easy that everything can fix together and work. So yeah, we just went for it. Uh, and uh, we we made some mistake, but still uh, still we, we went out with the with the win. So it was really special to me just to be there to represent the country, but even even more to 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 go home uh, with the win at the at my first ever nation was was really special for me. That's really cool. With um how much has Tony been an influence so, uh, like on you over the years? Uh so so much because uh when when uh, i start like try to do like i was three years old when he won the the first title so i was just like starting to to understand something about bikes and uh, of course i was uh, i was already so passionate about the about this sport and uh, my dad was riding enduro so I was already like watching races and uh, um, I, I, I just grew up with Tony and uh, with his title so uh, I've always been a, a big big fan of him and uh, also of course as a rider but also as a person because when I, I, I start to, to uh, to know him, uh, I also know him as a person and as a friend now. So uh, it's a really special uh, person to me. And uh, of course, I, I always had the, like the, um, the motivation to not to become like him because uh, I think is uh, every every person is uh, need to 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 make uh, his way. And of course, uh, Tony is Tony. Uh, I'm Matthias, so I'm gonna make my my home story. And uh, but yeah, of course, to have one Italian guy coming for nothing that was uh, winning titles when I grow up, it was such a big motivation for me. That okay, if he's if he's doing it, I can also 
try to 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 do it and give my best and of course it was a big motivation for me over the years and uh, still now is a is a big motivation to me sometimes is coming to training with us and still give us some seconds so <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's like nice to have him uh, with us maybe it's better when he's not riding but <laughs> but it's good like when we 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 go train together and he's coming with the pickup with the bike on the on the top i say no tony please not today <laughs> but yeah in the end, in the end it's, it's still good because i i still can can uh, we can learn from him uh, so many things still because he had so much experience so uh, so of course it's, it's good for us uh, for me but also for us for the rest of the team to have him still here uh, now, of course, uh, it's team manager of KTM, but now we're training all together here. Also, the, the guys from KTM. So it's it's nice to to be trained all together, but also to have Tony still as a friend, still uh, in the team. So uh, yeah, for sure, it's so so important for me. Uh, yeah, obviously, you said with the obviously you still work with him in some capacity, but also the Dakali teams. Obviously, speaking to Simon, he said it's just like a big family. So. With the gas gas there, so you're obviously extremely happy there, and you two get along so well, train together, and so obviously you're in a pretty good place with everything at the moment, mate. Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course, uh, yeah. Also with the team, is uh, it's all working good, and uh, it's so important for one rider to to feel good on the team, and uh, yeah, it's like a big family. We are all working for the same uh, target, so um, everybody is doing the best to to get the job done, and uh, and you can feel it when you come here uh, that like. Everybody's really dedicated to the work, so uh, it's really nice atmosphere to be here. And uh, also, this is—it's always been a dream for me because I was watching Tony, and Tony always been in this team. So my dream from many many years was to to be racing for for this team, and now I'm I'm doing this will be my third season with them. So I'm really 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 happy. Is that obviously you're happy with the team and everything else? Is this a long term? Um... Is this going to be a long-term decision to stay with that team for you? Or are you looking maybe America in the future or anything else? Or are you kind of just happy where you are and taking it bit by bit? Yeah, at the moment, I'm so, so happy here. So uh, I, would not, I would never change at the moment and feel so good. Everything's working good. So uh, I'm really happy and I uh, hope to stay to stay here for some season at least. And uh, yeah, of course... Uh, you, you talk about America and uh, I, also that has always been like a uh, kind of dream for, for me because I've been always watching also Supercross and uh, national championships. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I still don't know if I want to, to go there racing, honestly. I'm thinking sometimes like, yeah, it would be nice, but uh, I don't know. At the moment, I'm enjoying now so i want to do my best at the moment here at the mxgp with this team uh with everything is uh, the situation at the moment and uh yeah i want to to do something good here before even think about that but um yeah we maybe win something here and then we can think about that more seriously <laughs> <laughs> with um we we spoke to calvin recently he went over to uh a1 
just to uh, to watch racing was on race day live. When I spoke to him before he went, he was like, yeah, never going to do Supercross. He watched one Supercross race and was like, you know what? I feel like I could do it. So, um, <laughs> so uh, is is there like part of you which um, have you done Supercross before, like in Italy? Uh, yeah, that's the problem because here we don't have any any track to train. Uh, it's just like two two private track, and uh, I, I I did Supercross just two times in my in my whole in my whole life at the moment. So uh, yeah, that's the, the 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 difficult part for me that would be to to go there because I never did before. So it would I would be starting from zero. And I think it's not so easy. Of course, I'm still young. I, I can still learn, but but of course, it's not so easy to start one thing from zero. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, but it would be nice to try. Do you uh, do you look at like uh, are you following Tom Viao at the moment um, and and kind of watching how he's evolved because he's another guy who's not done Supercross before and uh, has gone over to America well not hit whoops until uh, until October and gone over to America and he's he's doing well yeah yeah I'm, I'm watching all the race uh, at the moment so um, yeah I, I'm, I'm pretty surprised about how it's going that good uh, like really soon just the first few races but this is, is going really good and I uh, of course yeah I think for French people for French riders it's a little bit easier they have many tracks there so I think it was like at least riding a little bit of Supercross I don't know but I just I think that it was like this so uh, but yeah of course when you go there it's, uh, it's another world and it's something really different from what we have here in Europe, I think so. Uh, also for him, it, it was not so easy, I think, to to start like something new. And uh, to, I'm I'm really surprised to see him that good uh, after just some races. So so yeah, good. Yeah, switching the focus back to you. Um, just wondering how how you're feeling with the bike, mate. You said obviously you're feeling pretty comfortable before the races, but um. How how were you with Ponte Egler and Trentino? Obviously, you had some pretty solid races, lots of fourths, and um, you felt comfortable, mate. It was it was a good experience, good to get the starts dialed and just to get that intensity of the racing back into the system. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm feeling really, really good on the trainings and uh, with the new bike, uh, everything is working really good. I'm enjoying a lot, and uh, I'm feeling really really good on the bike all the change we made uh, is like working better for me also it's like i feel more my, that one is more my bike so i'm really enjoying the training but i didn't know of course in the race and uh, uh, we did the two pre-season race uh, uh, last few weekends so uh, we we had one like one really race test that uh, was long from, from the last race last season so uh, yeah we, we understand something better I saw uh, the, the, the level that I'm right now that is really that is pretty good of course we, we can still work on, on something but uh, at the moment I'm, I'm pretty happy with how it's going so uh, also we tried the start that I had four good starts and uh, finished three times four so it was pretty good because yeah of course the riders that that were there racing there they were fighting for the title last season so uh they were they are pretty good so to to be there with them 
and and to fight a little bit is is good for me also for the motivation i'm really motivated for the for for the start of the season so of course as i said i i'm still not 100% ready but uh, we are working we are still training and uh, i think with after some gp i will be 100% and uh, then we can do some good things do you have a plan for the for the first couple of gps because obviously uh, we seen tim get injured uh, last week we seen um uh, Jeffrey's just coming back and he's pacing himself and doesn't think he's going to be even in anywhere in contention for a podium for about four GPs. Um, Febra's just had surgery on his arms. So he looked good the weekend, but you could see he was still struggling a little bit off the pace. So yourself and Jeremy and Glenn are looking like you're coming to Argentina hot. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because... Um... I don't have any expectation because, uh, of course, uh, uh, I did some good race last year, but I think now it's a little bit different. It would be my first full season on the MSGP. I had some experience last year, so uh, I'm I'm better now. I've, I'm feeling better, so uh, I have more hours on the bike, a better with it. All right, Matthias, something else we wanted to ask you was obviously about the qualifying races, which has been a hot topic um, since they've announced points for them for this season. Obviously, you've heard people like Hurlings and obviously Simon was having a chat to me about it, saying that it's basically essentially around 60 motos for the year. So it's a lot of elevated risk for you guys to go through. And um, it's obviously going to be a case of managing the weekends quite um, methodically as well. But on the other hand, you know, people don't like the one day, the people don't like the two day format. They prefer the one day format, but the obviously the two day gives you more track time to, to learn the track and obviously to minimize risk to a degree. So what's, what's your take on firstly, the, the new qualifying races and also the one or the two day format? Yeah, of course, uh, it is, it's like one race. Uh, so, so it, it, like now at the moment, the weekend is, uh, about three race and, uh, in the end of the season, it would be 60 race for real. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's, it's going to change so much from, from last year. It just, we, it's just some extra points that at least if, if we have to do it, at least that, we, we have something back, like some some points. So, um, uh, of course, it's it's, uh, it's more dangerous for 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 for, for our riders because um, it's one start, uh, it's one complete race. So uh, the the risks are, are are even more than <laughs> like the normal just the two races. And uh, of course, also so much time on the track. Uh, in, in just one weekend, we are really so many times on the track out there. So um, I, I don't know. I didn't really like the the one day format uh, two years ago because uh, it was a bit too short time to to take the feeling of the track. It was just few few minutes for for the free practice, then already qualifying. And then, uh, and and with that, like it was 35 minutes. You you almost uh, decide all your your race because if you had a bad time, then you're gonna have bad start normally. So uh, I, I I didn't like so much because uh, normally I need more time to 
to get used to the to the track to to understand better the track. So uh, I prefer still the the two days, but of course like. Uh, we already have free practice qualifying and uh, I think for the gate it just just for the gate we don't need uh, a qualifying race it's just one race more it's more risk so um, I'm I'm good with the two days but I think just we we just don't need the qualifying race but of course the they got they make it they they made it for for the for the fans for the public because of course if you if you're gonna just watch the saturday uh you i don't know it's not so nice to see just pre-practice and qualifying uh time practice so uh, of course with one small race it's more interesting for for the fans and uh but yeah for 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 the riders uh, it's like really 60 race uh uh, so it's quite a lot, I think. Yeah, it's an interesting one because we were obviously talking to Calvin and he was saying that um, he doesn't know how much input the teams and the riders get into these decisions um, as opposed to America where they're always having riders and team meetings. Um, so would you like to be have more input yourself into some of these decisions in the team? Yeah, why not? But I think, I don't know, we don't have so, so much... Uh, I, I I don't think if even if we say something that uh, is really uh, they're really going to listen to us. I'm not sure. Maybe yes, but uh, I think in the past already some so many riders talk about the the Saturday qualifying race. So uh, if at the moment nothing changed, I I don't think it's going to be now. So I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, why not? If if we had the chance, of course, yes, it would be nice at least to to speak a little bit about it and and uh, yeah, try to to understand together what's better for for us and for for everybody. Yeah, it's certainly an interesting topic, mate. So hopefully, going few, going forward, you'll you'll have a bit of a say and an input, and you you have a voice out there. So, but obviously, back back to you, mate. But um, obviously, you noticed how just the speed and the intensity of the MXGP. And the importance of getting getting a really good start. So, have you been obviously training on your fitness and everything extremely hard in the off season and the starts just to get everything dialed to give yourself the best possible platform to get those top five podiums, whatever. Yeah, of course we we are working on on the physical side, uh, on the speed, but of course also start that really important. So uh, we spent a lot of time uh, to to make them better because uh, yeah the, the level is so high at the moment that the MACB so uh, it's really important to to have a good start and to be there in front at least for for the no at least but just like to stay there for the first few laps and then when it's all more stable um, then it's easier because you you find a good rhythm you just need to 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 make some pass and you're in, in the good position but of course if you if you had a good start uh, it's uh, it's everything easier you stay out from from all what happened in the back that is it's really easy to make a mistake to to crash with some other riders so it's better to stay away from from that and uh, and of course when you are in front it's more easy also to take the the good rhythm so uh, of course start are really really important at the moment and uh, we've been working with with the start quite a lot to 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 
to try to make the best out of, of it. Yeah, obviously, Ben, obviously, you're a super good rider, really enjoyable and entertaining to watch. We're just wondering what what do you see personally as some of your strengths as a rider and what, what areas you might want to improve aside from maybe the starts that you were just saying? Yeah, of course. Uh, for I think we we now we are better than last year. Also, the bike is better, and uh, we we find like the balance to 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 take some good start. And um, and yeah, of course, sure the start. Uh, I want to 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 be more on the uh, on the top and start because yeah, as I say, it's really important. So to be always there, not like last year that I made some good start and some really bad start I was not like uh, consistent and uh, I want to be to be consistent this year to 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 be on the top position every time and uh, yeah of course also on the physical side because uh, last year I didn't have so much time to to adapt myself to the 450 so uh, now we had more time few months uh, preparation so uh, of course now I'm feeling better on the bike and I, I, I know better the bike how, how to use it and uh, and uh, of course yeah the I'm, I'm more ready we did more training we did the training for the 450 so uh, I think yeah we're, we're already doing some better work than last year and uh, I just want to to keep like this Mattia, um Looking back to last year and your decision to change from 250 to 450, um, are you glad you took that step? Yeah, uh, I was not 100% sure about it. I was, uh, it was like a big challenge for me and uh, I, I wasn't 100% sure about it. Uh, and also it came it came from nowhere because I really didn't expect this but uh, yeah after Majora uh, we we had the, the chance to to do that so and yeah it was like not so easy to 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 make the decision but then yeah as, as it was going in that moment uh, I think uh, it was I thought it was the, the best uh, option for me and now I'm I'm really convinced that it was like this that it was the be- the, the better thing to do uh, so yeah I'm really happy about how it went with that decision with the opportunity that the Claudio and David and uh, all, all the Gas Gas family gave to me and uh, yeah, at the moment I'm I'm happy with uh, with the decision. So uh, I think it was the the right thing to do at, at that moment. Again, with the people around you, did you tap into like Tony? Did you sort of sit down and speak to Tony and say, "What, Tony? What do you think about me taking this step?" Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, I had like one day to to decide, like from <laughs> yeah, from hey, we we had the, after Majora, we had the the race in Riola just the weekend, uh, the, the next weekend. So uh, we didn't have so much time because we I also needed to try the bike a little bit. Uh, so yeah, we spoke about it uh, Sunday afternoon, after, just after the race. We say okay. We have the chance to to put you on the 40, 50. What do you think? I, I was really surprised about it because I was really not expecting this. So, um, did I you was, cut back uh, over your shoulder? Were you kind of like, oh, oh, you're speaking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I had like I remember from Majora, I, I was driving uh, the car. I was alone. Uh, I was driving six hours to to come back here in Rome. Uh, like no music, nothing. I was just thinking about yeah, what I'm gonna do now. Uh, it was not so easy because. As I say, it was big challenge for me, so a really big decision to 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 make. And then the, the day after, I was like speaking with Claudio, with David, also with Tony, to just understand what they were thinking. And uh, yeah, I just try to to understand like the two options. Uh, okay, if I go 450, uh, what what can be? And if if I stay here what can be the, the rest of the season. So I just try to, to, to think about it and uh, get uh, in the end, uh, we all uh, think that it was the right decision. So uh, yeah, we went for it. <laughs> what was the biggest challenge for you going from the 250 to the 450? Uh, I don't know, because uh, from the first time that I tried the bike, I was feeling so good. Uh, I tried just uh, two times uh, before Riola. And in the training, I was already riding good. And uh, the first race, I was feeling so good. So I didn't have any problem to adapt to the bike. Uh, and of course, I think that like uh, I was uh, I was a little bit too big for the 250. Not so easy to, to make good starts. So with the 450, I was uh, feeling good. I was uh, I was uh, really happy to to have the, the chance to to be more like um, to, to ride with a bike that I was feeling more my bike. But yeah, of course, I think the, the biggest uh, thing was that I was riding with with the riders that uh, uh, like two years ago, I was uh, watching from the European like, uh, um, like, I don't know, like monsters. And uh, and now I was I was going really to, to race with them. So uh it was uh, it was not so easy to me because uh it's just like i went in two in three years from the european 125 to the mxgp class so and, and the riders are almost the same so yeah. i was really like i was watching them like so big and yep. now I'm racing with with them, so the, the, it was not so so easy for me to 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 see myself between them. But then, just after some race uh, with some good result, I, I say, okay, but they're like just they're they're human, they're normal people, and I can be there with them. So, uh, and even now is. I needed like a little bit still of uh, some race to 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 understand this, but at the moment I saw that I can be there, it's no problem. So uh, they they they're just human like me. They're they're I, I'm, I'm I don't need anything more. I'm not missing anything, so I can just be there with them and uh, fight to be to be in some good position. Yeah, obviously. And- motocross being such a such a mental game do you have any like strategies and techniques you use before a race to get you motivated or calm you down do you listen to the the, the rock music or punch a few walls or what what's the what's the tech tactics mate uh i don't have like something really uh, not i'm not really that guy that i need something to to be ready for racing 
and uh, I don't. I also don't want to to need something because then maybe if you don't do it, then you think I, uh, maybe I am not ready. I cannot do it. But uh, so I I try to stay away from all these things. But uh, yeah, I just want to 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 have fun a little bit to to make some joke with the mechanics to to be just try to, to be happy before going racing so uh, as I said before I, I still think that the fun, fun is the key so uh, so yeah just to to be more happy as possible when I go behind the gate that's cool it sounds like um that the the change was definitely more mental than it was physical with going to the 450. And the type yeah, of person yeah, exactly. you are, you, yeah, yeah, the type of person you are, you kind of recognize that you need to keep it fun, you need to keep it light, because that's the best way that you can operate. Yeah, sure. And also after the last part of the season last last year, uh, still I had some some not some difficult moment, not so easy, like some really bad race. So now I think like the the biggest change that I made this season, of course, yeah, I'm training better, I'm feeling better on the 450, I have more hours on the bike, I feel more ready, but also on the mental side, I, I think I made a really big step and um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really happy and uh, I want really to enjoy racing, to, to have fun. Because uh, yeah, I, I saw that is like the best way to for me to to get some good result and uh, so so yeah, I just want to, to try to enjoy uh, to, to to enjoy it more possible and uh, yeah, just to to go out there and have fun. Yeah, and obviously with with Argentina coming up, it's pretty fast track, lots of cool jumps. Are you excited about that? Is a, a track that you enjoy? Yeah, sure. I went there last year for 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 my first time. I've never been there before, uh, and I was enjoying so much the track, uh, all, all the people there, the atmosphere, uh, the place is really nice. So uh, I'm really really looking forward for for this uh, this year uh, that race because yeah, I, I really have so much fun last year. I almost made it to the podium, uh, but yeah, also just to 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 go there. It's so so nice. All the people are so nice. Uh, so yeah I really can't wait to go there yeah I know James will be heading there he said he's not particularly looking forward to the trip there and back it's uh, how do you approach all the traveling do you find it a bit arduous and difficult or you just just like everything relaxed and pretty pretty happy about it all yeah, of course it's not so so easy. Like the travel is is pretty big, but uh, yeah, just uh, I don't really have any any problem with the long trips with flies. So I'm really yeah, also like for for jet lag, I, I don't care really. I, I just go there and uh, don't think about anything. Just enjoy the trip. Uh, I'm really looking forward to to see also there. The place is really nice. So uh, it's also nicer to, when when you uh, when you're going on such a good place to 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 enjoy also the trip. So it's good. Yeah, that's a good mindset to have. Um... Uh, I went to, I think Argentina, maybe it was 99, maybe 2019, I think it was. And uh, it was 64 hours from um, from my house to Argentina and back. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it again. Um, 
So um, I better get my playlist ready. So uh, <laughs> a lot of music, podcasts, books, <laughs> just to uh, try and get me through. But um, I'm just looking forward to the steak. Yeah, yeah, that is good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, the food's really good there. Um, no, it, it's been uh, it's been really good having you on the on the show. And um, thanks. For I just wanted to ask him a couple, oh, one sorry. more, James, about the um, you got some obviously with the the cool. Astro Club stuff and your own merch. Have you got, obviously, you did a little cool thing on the pants with the little graphic. Have you got any more collaborations and um, ideas for some custom gear, custom boots, maybe grow the beard, work on the moustache, you got the mullet. So it's it's good, mate. What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, at the moment I have some good ideas for also from Argentina and got and not got at all you uh, because uh, I don't want that other people co- try to copy me. But uh, I, I have one really good idea, uh, so you will see. And uh, yeah, of course, also for the rest of the season, I have so some good things that we are working on it like also for for the pants it was really nice the the no stress logo with the mini so also on on that side we are we are working on something really good for the next few races and um and yeah, also the moustache, the uh, the haircut. Uh, we're, we're just uh, trying to enjoy as much as possible also on this side because uh, I, I want to, to like stay away from all the classic things and be I just do whatever I want. If one day I want to, to cut all the hair and yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I, I don't care about anything. I, I'm just like enjoying all what I can enjoy. So... So yeah, it's good. It's really fun like this. Have you got some no. custom helmets? Helmets maybe, and also how yeah, much more, like, and how much how much yeah. more merch clothing's coming? Yeah, we're working on uh, also some Astro Club uh, merchandising still. Uh, so we're gonna add some new drop uh, soon, and also I'm I'm working on uh, one uh, one helmet. Uh, so one project also with Astro Club. So we are trying to 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 make some serious things, but always funny. Also with Astro Club that is growing so up, is growing up so much uh, lately. We are doing some good project also with uh, Scott with Gas Gas this year. So so yeah, is everything working good? And I'm really I'm really happy about it. That's uh, cool. Uh, like I said at the start of the show, I, I love seeing things like this, the, the, the innovation, the creativity. Um, it, it's really good for MXGP. We, we've we always said um, on previous shows that, that this is what's missing from MXGP is is the creativity, the fun, um, connecting riders to, to uh, fans. And like... I think Jeremy Sears does a very good job of what he's doing. He's a very talented graphic designer as well. The Argentina kit he wore last year, you know, so like having Jeremy and having you in, in, in MXGP, you know, is just growing. Um, your personality is just growing MXGP and it's getting more people uh, and more eyeballs on MXGP, which is, you know, for me, it's, it is great to be here in the media and actually, have really good people to work with. It makes my job a little bit easier. And I'm sure Ed feels exactly the same. Absolutely. 
Yeah, so, it's, uh, it's nice also for the fans, for everything. I think we're missing a little bit of this uh, this stuff in the uh, in Europe, in MXGP, but also like in all the motocross industry, is, uh, I think there's so much more that we can do. And uh, I also like a lot what Jet uh, Lawrence is doing in, uh, in the States. So, uh, I think this is bringing so much more fans to, to motocross and uh, all the stuff also with the um, uh, anti-social social club that they made the collaboration. It was so nice that also like stuff from outside the world of motocross is coming here and, uh, and we also try trying to do something here. So so yeah, it's it's really nice to try to uh, to to show motocross to other people, not just to the fans, because uh, yeah, it's such a big, such a good sport, and I think uh, it, it deserves more, more, more people to watch it. Nah, that's good. Um, really do appreciate your time, and have you got any more questions, or are we going to let this gentleman go? Yeah, he's been very patient, and we just like to. I think I think he's covered just about everything. But yeah, just to echo what he said, like yeah, motocross, anything to to get it out there more. To to it's probably never going to be mainstream, but just to make more people aware of how how awesome it is and how incredible the the riders like yourself that compete in it and how how challenging it is and what a brutal sport it is. Anything to bring um some coverage and engage some people with that is good for us. So yeah, thank you very much for your time, mate. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks to you for, for the opportunity. Really appreciated those. And uh, we made it also with the connection. So it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to pay you back this year with lots more new lines. So um, there's going to be plenty, plenty to talk about at tracks. We're going to, maybe we walk a track together. Who knows? Um, Do a coach t-shirt, maybe Matea for James. Oh, an Astro Club coach t-shirt. I can see it now. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's get a collab going. MX Vice coach. Um, huge thank you to Matthias sponsors, which are parts of Europe. Um, we support the sport of Fortified through the four and Moose House brands and their support of world elite MX riders like Calvin Vlanderen, Jorge Prado, Lagenfelder, Guadagini, Jonas Bogers, and nine times world champ or ambassador Tony Caroli. Your Parts Europe dealer has access to all the big brands for your motocross and enduro bike, Neck and Pro Circuit, FMF, ODI, Cycra, Renthal, Recluse, and many more in stock and ready to be shipped. Check out our website at partseurope.eu. Big thanks to Kawasaki on the KX140, AS3 Performance Parts, Arma, Asterisk, Even Strokes, Astro Club. Uh, thanks to these guys for making this podcast happen today. That's me, James Burfield, your host. I'm done. Um, Ed Stratman, thanks as always for coming all the way in from Australia. Yeah, no worries, mate. Happy to be on, and it was great to have a chat to Matea. And um, yeah, there'll be there'll be some heaps more content coming up on this on the site this week. Obviously, we've got this interview, and we've got one coming up with Adamo as well. So yeah, lots of the Italian riders being featured, mate, and they're all they're all great lads, and it's good to share their stories. Yeah, man. This is this is for you, Matea. Yeah, no, thanks again. Uh, hope to see you soon. Of course, we're gonna see you soon. Uh, oh, yeah, but also here. So, thanks a lot, and yeah, uh, see you soon. <laughs> yeah.
Take care, buddy. Thanks again. Appreciate it. See you, Thanks, uh, see you in Argentina. Yeah, sure. Thank you.